This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello and welcome to Alive with Bhavna. Thank you for listening to today's show where we will be talking about Divided We Fall. For those new to the show, my name is Bhavna Naga. I've come from South Africa where I trained as a clinical psychologist and I've been in New Zealand for the past 13 years. My business is called Alive Psychology and it's called that because I believe life is meant to be lived as fully as possible. My mindfulness started in South Africa, but it grew into the loving-kindness practice that it is here in New Zealand. This resulted in me writing a book, Self-Love, The First Step, which combines psychology and mindfulness techniques, so basically giving you the best of both worlds. Over the past few months, I've become increasingly aware of my feeling of general dis-ease. In March 2019... With the Christchurch shooting, the Prime Minister and the country followed this atrocity with a call for unity. The words, they are us, was repeated in the media, in writings, in gatherings, almost everywhere you looked. The words, they are us, were said to us. There was a sense of unity in coming together as a country. They are us implies that we are them. We are one. As someone who was born and raised in a racially divided country, this feeling of unity, of being accepted just as I am, was absolutely lovely. It made me feel that we all belong, irrespective of where I come from or what my beliefs were. With that horrible event, the country responded with a feeling of unity and wholeness. I was so proud of my adopted country and proud to call myself in Kiwi. Unlike my motherland, I felt honoured to be in a country where differences were celebrated and not used to segregate. I felt that I was accepted, just as I am, not made to feel less than. Of course, there were and still are racial prejudices and discrimination, but for me, it did not feel overt and limiting. Last year, when COVID first visited our shores, once again, Jacinda and all the leaders, media and messages spoke about us being the team of 5 million and we were working together to keep us safe from the virus. These words had the power of making us feel connected, safe, unified. The words be kind was reiterated all over with messages of being tolerant towards each other. We felt like we could do this because we were in the team of 5 million, a pretty awesome team. And it worked. For many people, retrospectively, that first lockdown is looked at fondly. And then we got on with life as normal, except that we could not travel overseas. But everyday life was just that, everyday and normal for many people. Then last year, we slowly started splitting. Because COVID outbreaks were mostly in Auckland, Aucklanders were looked at differently. 
I remember going to the dentist, and with all the COVID questions, one of them was, have you been in contact with someone from Auckland? Poor Aucklanders. They were the lepers of our society. But the rhetoric from the leaders was still one of unity. It was about thanking Auckland for doing the hard work for the benefit of all of us. With Delta and the vaccination drive, the game changed. A schism in society started to form, and every day it grew bigger and bigger. Suddenly, we were no longer the team of five million. They were no longer us. We became segregated according to the us and the them. The us being the vaccinated and the them, the unvaccinated. The language from the leaders became challenging and attacking of the them. With the traffic light system coming into effect, when the vaccination reaches 90%, this schism is at an all-time high. The message to the them is that they are holding us back from living our lives. They are endangering us. They are bad. We are good. We are doing the right thing. Because this us is always the dominant voice and controls the information, the us is always perceived as right. The they are wrong and bad. Throughout history, people have been divided into the us and the them. In apartheid South Africa, the us was the ruling white-skinned group. The them was everyone else. During Hitler's rule, the us were the German Nazis. The them, the Jewish people. If we consider New Zealand as a whole to be a home, with the Christchurch shooting and the first COVID lockdown, home was held together by a mother, Jacinda. She was caring, supportive, with messages that we can do this. Home felt safe. With the changes in the rhetoric, suddenly, home feels split and divided. Home feels unsafe. Clients who have abusive histories tell me that it feels like living in the toxic relationships that they ran away from, where one person is controlling and demanding the other to do as they say, or else there will be consequences. From what my Kiwi friends tell me, the last time that this country was this divided was during the 1981 Springbok tour. People turned against each other. Families would not talk to each other because of their differing views. News, billboards, radios, social media is all about the Delta outbreak, the number of vaccinated, etc. This constant bombardment of one view feels stifling and controlling, especially if this is not your view. Because the us have power, and the feeling that they are right, their dominance over the de- them is legitimized, sanctioned. During the Trump presidency, the us was the white supremacist, who were in power and able to exert their power on the them. This was clearly seen in the regular racial riots, the killings, the massive uprising of the Black Lives Matter protest. In New Zealand... The us are 
and courage to convince the them to join our side. So stop being a risk to all of us. To just plain behave as they are told. We, the us, the empowered, the right, can convert them, make them into one of us, set them free. Doesn't this sound a bit like the forced religious conversions back in history? Historically, when people were forced to change their religion or die. To me, it has that same righteous feel. Besides being righteous, it gives the us a sense of power over them. They are less than us, not like us. In apartheid South Africa, this meant that them had decreasing services, resources or access to power. The us could call the them derogatory names and treat them badly. In Hitler's times, initially the them were stopped from using public transport and had to ad- identify themselves when outside the house by wearing the yellow compulsory badge. Germans would spit on the Jews and later t- Hitler took the segregation to an ultimate extreme of murdering the them. I've heard of people who are unvaccinated tell me that they are scared to leave their homes, afraid that people will shout at them or even hurt them because they feel like the Jewish star. People will know who they are and that they are in the them category. They are the enemy. Families are divided and friendships have ended on the basis of the change in this us and them mentality. Suddenly, your friend who you've known since kindy is now a threat to you, a threat to your safety, your lifestyle, your values. With the pending traffic light system and the no jab, no job policy, it feels like the segregation that my ancestors experienced in South Africa or the Jews in the early days of the war. Suddenly, overnight, you are not allowed to do that job. Go there. Be part of that team. Eat at that place. All because that is reserved for the us, and you are clearly one of the them. The us will grain feed them. The them are isolated and cut out of society. The more we buy into this us and them thinking, the greater our feeling of disconnection and disharmony. We are at war with our own kind, with our brothers and sisters who a year ago were part of the team of five million, and two years ago they were us. Fear affects all aspects of our being, mentally, physically, psychologically and socially. Physically, fear keeps our bodies in the fight, flight or freeze mode and it can trigger our historic feelings of being in fear, powerless or vulnerable. Fear creates panic. We are in our reactive part of our brain. Our thinking brain is offline during these times. It stops us from being able to think and listen to others. It creates the message of, I don't care your reason for not getting vaccinated. All I see is danger when I look at you. 
You are someone I have to keep away because you pose a danger, a threat to me. Or worse, you are someone I need to get rid of. When some people say they want to understand why someone is not vaccinated, some of them are not really interested in understanding. It is more message of tell me, tell me what you think so I can tell you that you are wrong. Now listen to me and change your mind. If we really wanted to understand what the other person is feeling or their reasoning, that means that at the end of the conversation, I would feel okay to leave and say, yes, that makes sense. Don't get vaccinated. I understand your point of view. But that's not how many of us approach those conversations. Fear needs to be fed. It's all-consuming fire. The media, news, science, radio, everything reminds us of the separation between the us and the them. Online, or when we talk to people, there's only one topic of conversation. The vaccine, or us and them talk. So what can we do about this? Firstly, we can stop the fear mentality. Like I said, fear aspect affects all aspects of our being and is all-consuming. It is normal and natural to feel fearful. That is okay. But to stay in fear is dangerous to us and our loved ones. So water the flowers and not the weeds. Whatever you give your energy to or your attention to will grow. So change your focus. Instead of focusing on the virus or the fear, focus on the positives around you. That for today, you can still go shopping. Your children can still go to school. Your business is still open. Today, we are still in level two and we still have some freedoms. Stop reading all the posts, articles, website about the us and them split. On social media, TV, stop focusing on non-vaccine posts or vaccine posts or whichever side you are on. Focus on the other things that's going on in the world. Earthquake somewhere. The lovely sunset that someone's posted. Talk about anything with people except the virus or the vaccine. This will help to change our mind from worry and fear to what else is going on. In other words, it opens our eyes to our current lives. Because at this moment, most of us are not directly in danger of contact with the virus. Next thing we can do is come back to our hearts with loving kindness practice. Because of the fear and it triggers historic or generational trauma, stop focusing on the narrative, vax or not, or the reasons. People choose whichever side they have chosen because they feel it's the right thing to do for themselves and their loved ones. Or they feel pressured by others. Or it can be a response to personal trauma. One person having the vaccine might be a trauma response because she grew up in a home with domestic violence. So she learned to do as she was told, to be quiet and to be unseen. For another person growing up in a similar circumstances, she survived by holding on to her beliefs and therefore she will respond to this crisis by not having the vaccine because that's her trauma response. Whichever side you are on, if you are getting angry, annoyed, frustrated at the other side, then it is likely that you are responding from a trauma set. 
This situation is re- triggering your trauma, which is generally feelings of helplessness, vulnerability, powerlessness, hopelessness. And you are projecting those feelings onto the other side as if they are making you feel this way. This situation is making you feel this way. Your fear is making you feel this way. Your historic trauma is making you feel this way. And you are going into fight, flight or freeze mode. Mindfulness is simply about learning how to be in your body in this moment. Get out of your mind and gift yourself some time with yourself. Stop being so busy. Stop doing the next thing and just for a few moments, be still. Notice the sounds around you and allow your body to relax. Notice your breathing and again give your body permission to relax even a little bit more. Notice the nature of your mind that as you are doing this practice, it keeps running away. It keeps wanting to go somewhere, do something. And lovingly, gently, bring your attention back to the sound or the breath. Just letting go for this tiny moment, just gifting yourself one breath of peace, one breath of stillness, one breath of happiness. Bringing your attention to your body and notice what you are feeling in this moment. It might be tension, tightness, There might be flutters in your tummy. You might have difficulty breathing, constriction in your throat, a headache, your jaws tighten. These are all part of our trauma or stress response. Just notice where you are feeling your stress response at this moment in your body. And welcome these sensations. Don't try to get rid of them. Don't try to change them. Just notice them with loving compassion, accepting that in your, this moment your body is feeling distressed and it's showing you its distress by these symptoms. Watch it with curiosity and love and just notice what comes up for you. It might be a thought, it might be a memory of when you felt this way previously. It might be anger. Just notice if any emotion comes up, any thoughts. And if at any stage you feel overwhelmed with learning how to sit with yourself, come back to your breath. Notice the sounds around you. Notice your sense of touch. Open your eyes. Connect with what's around you. And then when you feel ready, go back to your body. And in this way, by continually going back to our body, noticing what my body is telling me, listening to the story my body is telling me, I heal my trauma, or I start addressing my trauma responses. And then, when I talk to my friend who is not vaccinated or vaccinated, I'm responding from a current level perspective rather than with anger, hostility, resentment. But first you need to know, why is it you reacting? What's causing your distress? What's causing your pain? 
and being able to sit with that and welcome that rather than projecting that onto the other person and seeing them as the enemy. Notice where you are and what's going on in your body in this moment. Just gently, slowly. If you can only do this for one minute, that's great. If you can do it for five, that's even better. Just gently coming home to your body and noticing what you're feeling, getting out of the narrative, getting out of the story, and getting back into the body. And the last suggestion on what to do with this crazy time we're living in is recognize your friend. Remember, they are us. See beyond the current narrative. This person from the us or the them group is just like me. Just like me, this person wants to be safe, happy and at peace. This person has a different notion of safety to me because they are either vaccinated or not. But they are still doing what is right for them and their families and following their ideas of being safe or keeping them safe from their trauma pattern. This makes sense to them. It doesn't make sense to you. It's not logical to you. But to them, this is safety. This is them taking care. This is them protecting their families. Can you still love and accept this person who you've loved for so many years as a person who they are? Or is your love so fickle that based on this one decision, you cannot feel safe with them or even talk to them or have any relationship with them? This person's no different to who they were last week, last month, last year. They are exactly the same person. You are exactly the same person. Come back to your heart and remember, they are us. We are them. We are one. We are human beings doing the best we can with what knowledge, skills we have, belief systems we have. Thank you for listening to me. If you found this helpful, please listen to my other shows. I have an embodied mindfulness and self-love retreat in March next year in the Coromandel. Um, you can see all my details on my website, which is alivepsych.co.nz. You can find me on Facebook under Alive Psychology. And my TEDx talk is also on my website. Thank you for listening and be kind. There's nowhere in the world that I would rather be than with you, my love. And there's nothing in the world that I would rather see than your smile, my love. For united we stand.
hard along the way Just you call out program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.